Nicholas Ashman, also from the great tip-off, joins us on this Friday morning. Hello to you, Nicholas. Hello, Gareth. How are you? I am well, mate. So I, I love joining you on a Friday because we can get to have a look at all of the feature races around the country. We've got three Group 1s. Mm. Um, one in Melbourne, the Australian Guineas. We've got two in Sydney. Um, we'll start off with the Sydney Group 1s. Would you be yep. taking the $1.50 fangirl? Yes, yes. I, I yep. think she's a, a genuine $1.50, even shorter chance of winning the race. Look, I think early markets had her around the $1.30, $1.35, and then people looked at the barrier, draw barrier 10 in the 10-horse field and thought, well, she's got to go back to the tail of the field, circumnavigate them and, and beat them. But go and have a look at that first upwind. Um, yeah. That's exactly what she did, and she was too good for them. The information we've got is that Randwick Track should be a little bit off rail again on Saturday, so she should get the right conditions again. Yeah. J-Mac in the saddle, I mean, this he's just airborne when he teams up with this mare. They're five from six, and the only time they've been beaten when they've raced together was in the Quintala Stakes uh, last year on a track where it was really advantageous to be forward of midfield. So she's um, her figures, uh, G, in her last sort of four or five runs at the back end of the spring and, and now first up, she's gone to a new level. Uh, she was a sort of a, I wouldn't say genuine Group 1 horse, but she was capable of holding her own at Group 1 level. Now she's gone more than a genuine Group 1 horse. The figures she's running are, are um, you know, getting into that sort of elite category some of the times that she's running. So I think she'll take care of them again. And fifty, if you're looking to play the multis, I think that's a good price. Uh, in terms of horses that might be able to give it a bit of cheek, I guess Lindemann, second up from a spell, um, he didn't have the best run, didn't have the clearest run in the straight in the uh, Apollo Stakes behind Fangirl first up. And he typically does go a lot better when racing second up from a spell, albeit he was a bit flat last preparation when second up. But he's one that I thought might be able to run in the top three for people that want to play the exotics. What about the surround stakes? You've got Learning to Fly that continues to be well-backed with Bet365 into $2.80. Komochi at six fifty, Tis Invincible at six fifty, Tropical Squall at seven fifty, Macarena at nine, Roll on High at fifteen, Steffi Magnetica, uh, Magnetica I should say at seventeen, and then Arctic Glamour's got a tough gate to overcome. She's out the gate now to nineteen dollars. What are you doing in the surround? Well, I think the key here is that the speed map and the money, the market, because. Tropical Squall should be able to lead this lot. And if she's fit and ready to go, and she's going to a Group 1 1400 metre race first up, and the stable do know how to get them ready. She has yes. the ability to run them long at above average sectionals throughout this 1400 metres and possibly draw the turn of foot out of learning to fly. Don't forget learning to fly is never raced at 1400 metres. She's a get-back run on horse, so we think she'll get there. But she probably doesn't want a really fast tempo here. And the fly in the ointment for her winning chances for mine is Tropical Squall. Now, if Tropical Squall does go fast in front and rips the gut, so to speak, out of learning to fly sprint, then you might see some of these back markers just finish off over the top of them. Arctic Glamour produced the fastest mm -hmm. uh, last 200 metres of the meeting first up. And then you've got Zardozzi coming back from an Oaks, who has looked okay in a trial recently over 1,250 metres. And albeit you'll appreciate further, she might be one running on towards the back end of this race. But for mine, each way Tropical Squall, because she's got the... She's got the uh, the right, uh, I guess, uh, elements within her form to beat this favourite. So that's interesting, that setup. So Adam Hieronymus probably understands, well, he hasn't got a turn of foot like a learning to fly a Kamochi or a Tis Invincible, but they're vulnerable over a strong seven furlong. Mm. So I'll take that sprint out of them. He might open himself up to be vulnerable late, you're saying, to an Arctic Glamour 
even maybe a uh, Macarena that could get back or a Sadozi. Like when you think about her profile, she's a big price, Sadozi. I know she didn't really fire in the early part of her preparation in the spring before she really got going late, but you're getting $26 for a filly that just dominated the latter stages of the spring in her own age group. The query is, is was, did the penny drop in terms of her natural improvement as a racehorse towards the back yep. end of the spring? Or was it the fact that she got up to distances that she can be competitive in? I tend to think it's the former that the penny really dropped with her going into the Edward Manifold. Because, I mean, she, the, the difference between 1,600 metres and 1,400 metres isn't that much. Uh, yep. and, and she really found form from the manifold onwards. So, yeah, I think Tropical Squall holds the key to the race. What you want to see is her nice and firm holding around that 7, 750 mark. If she does, she's a bet. All right, then I've got about a minute here. So what about who wins yep. the Australian Guineas? Riff Rocket 250, V8 750, King Colorado 750, double figures for the rest. Best setup race is the CS Hayes. Now, Riff Rocket run, and again, yep. he won that, and again, he's the horse to beat. But a horse that was settling back with him in the run in the CS Hayes goes by the name of Vedat. Now, Vedat yes. was back in the ruck with Riff Rocket and had an impeded run in the straight. Here he maps better. He's going to settle on speed, I would think, from a soft gate in what looks to be a moderately run guineas. He's only beaten one and a half by Riff Rocket and he had some traffic issues in the straight. $20 each way all day. I'll be backing him one by two. Verdad, I love it. You're a Verdad these days. There's no doubt about that. You're probably dropping the kids off as we speak. Yeah, I'm a Verdad, <laughs> according to my kids. They make fun of me all the time. Anyway. $17 and four twenty each way all day. I know that Michael Kett Jr. on this morning's show there um, with the boys was giving a strong indication like he did yesterday with us with Snow Patrol. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the guineas. Love your work, mate. Thebeatenfavourite.com. We can get all of your work there. Um, and you're just dominating proceedings at the moment. Thanks, brother. Jump on. Any, the work any specials? What's, what do we oh, got? I, just quickly, race five at um, Flemington. I no, with the, with, with the hamburger and the lot. Oh, the burger with the, the, the works burgers for the punter that wants a lot. $9 a week, free trial for seven days. Yeah. Jump on and grab it. You get all the tips for Saturday for free, and uh, you've got seven days to cancel it, and you won't pay a cent. So it's all there, thebeatenfavourite.com. All right, then. You've got 10 seconds. Race five, what? Race five, number five, Moesha. Unlucky oh. first up at Caulfield, 1,100 metres. She'll be atoning here. $5 looks a great price. Love your work, Nicholas. Keep on dominating yeah, the beaten favourite. There we go.